Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. Today on the show, I have another Amazon number one best-selling author, get known, get paid mentor, Nancy Jutton, who transforms speakers, experts, and authors into so after podcast guests who speak their way to six figures and beyond. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, how to shift into the right mindset to get known and get paid. So without further ado, here's Nancy. Thank you so much for being on the show, Nancy. It's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Let's go back a little bit in time and go back to 2008 when the Great Recession hit. What action did you take to rise up? Oh my gosh, the Great Recession. I was running a public relations agency for big name client who paid me thousands of dollars a month to make sure they were seen, heard, and celebrated in the media that mattered to their message. And when the Great Recession happened... It seemed like the whole thing fell apart in a weekend and all of my clients were asking to be relieved of their contractual obligation to me so that they could hold on to dear life themselves. It was a very, very dark moment for me because we had just sold our home and bought a new one and we weren't sure how we were going to be able to pay the mortgage with the clients having asked for relief from their contracts. And I think it was the fear of embarrassment that got me to create a whole new gear in record time because I couldn't bear the thought of putting my house on the market where I'd lived for 20 years to tell people that we couldn't pay the mortgage. So on a dare from a friend, she said, you're so good at writing bios for people. Why don't you write a book about it and bring it to market and see if it could help change things for you? And so I wrote this book, Bye Bye Boring Bio, and I, in a wing and a prayer, it actually helped me bring home the bacon at the precise time that I needed to bring it home. And I built a whole empire based on that expertise. I'm so grateful in a way for that great recession, because had I not been challenged to come up with a new way to serve, I might not have come up with a new way to serve and found the courage to make the leap. And so Bye Bye Boring Bio was how it all started for me. And I've just grown from there to create a multiple six-figure business working from my home office with my dog at my feet helping people to get known, get paid, get booked on the right podcasts and have their stars rise so that they can touch and transform more lives. I love it because every time we face obstacles, blessings are always on the other side of them. Yes, but while you're in it, let's face it. I checked myself into Pity Party Hotel and had some pretty serious tears because I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And yeah, I guess if once you check out a pity party hotel, you can see a new possibility. And as long as you take action on it and believe in it and have confidence that you're doing something well and right, you can accomplish anything. So how did that experience help you when COVID-19 hit? Was that another period of window which helped you rise again? Well, yes. You know, I wrote the first edition of Bye Bye Boring Bio in 2009 
And then I wrote the second edition in 2010 because I knew I could do better. And if I gave myself more time to make it a beefier, more of service resource, I would be more proud of myself and more of service to other people. But when COVID-19 happened right around March 1st of 2020, it was like, wow, live stages have gone silent. So much has stopped. What could I do with that resource to make it even more relevant and of service to virtual speakers, podcast guest interviews, and people? people that needed to raise their voice and make their impact without leaving home. So last summer, I took a look at Bye Bye Boring Bio second edition and looked at it through fresh eyes and said, is this really the best I can do? Is this what can serve people now more than ever before? And is it time to refresh and redo? So on September 8th of 2020, I debuted the third edition of the Bye Bye Boring Bio workbook. And it's all about guiding virtual speakers and podcast guests and people that lead Zoom calls to show up, stand out, speak up and attract a flurry of clients, leads, connections, collaborations, and cash. And it really was a resurgence of my business because you know what? Podcast guesting became my favorite visibility strategy in that moment. How could I possibly get the word out about what I do and how I help and how I serve from this little small college town in Bellingham, Washington, when the world has shut down? Well, Bye Bye Boring Bio was my magic carpet. And I have since been on scores and scores of podcasts talking about becoming the podcast dream guest, the top host can't wait to book, swinging the doors to opportunity wide open with your brilliant media one sheet and compelling bio, swinging the door wide open. And what do you know, people have enrolled in my Broadcaster Brilliance Bootcamp, invited me to speak, paid me to speak, invited me to be of contribution in all kinds of ways. So I think there's a pattern here of like when the tough get going, like the tough get going, you got to find a new way to serve that's going to be relevant and of service that could be your finest hour. And that was sort of a mindset that I took. How could this be my, my, my finest hour and what next can happen? And I just tried to keep myself in that lane to rise above what has been for all of us a very challenging time. So what is the best advice you have for choosing a niche market? <laughs> this is so simple. You know, sometimes we try to force ourselves into, I'm going to work with women 45 and older who have muffin top that they want to release in 20 minutes. Like we're trying to force ourselves into a certain niche market and maybe it feels right or maybe it doesn't. But when you're in those force fit situations, my best advice is stop trying to make not your people, your people. It's so powerful. And we've all had it, you know, sometimes we all have this number, this flagship offer, this number one way we like to serve people. And does it ever happen in your world where someone will like knock on the door and dance around the edge and say, well, I know that's your mainline thing, but can you do this for me? Or can you do that for me? Or that's not exactly what I need. And you get into this having to splinter yourself into a whole bunch of different things that aren't your favorite thing. So my favorite advice about niching is stop trying to make not your people, your people believe in this thing that you do be clear about who it truly can serve position yourself as the person who can deliver and solve that problem better than anyone else. And let the marketplace come to you knowing that you are that person. Stop trying to make not your people, your people. We have to make a decision. Who are your people? Go get them. So what are some of the biggest mistakes you see people make in terms of messaging? 
Well, when it comes to podcast guesting, for example, sometimes people share a bio that is all about everything they've ever done in their life instead of the conversation they most want to be a part of and what is special and different about what they have to say about it and why it needs to be talked about right now. Podcast hosts, and you are one of them, you want to be interested in talking to guests that have interesting things to say that can serve your audience. But it's not necessarily important to most hosts that I've talked to how many years in the trenches you've been doing it and how many degrees and certifications you've earned. What's really important is how many lives you've touched and transformed with your particular method and what makes you special, different, distinct, and preferred and someone who can have a conversation that's worth sustaining and continuing. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes is leading with all your credentials instead of what it is that you're here to talk about and why the audience can win. Another big mistake is perhaps with with regard to podcast guesting is making it so formal. Try to be conversational so that it feels like a relationship that's just getting started. And then another mistake that people make is that they, they share their bio in the first person, like like it's I'm talking about myself, but that doesn't make it easy for a host to introduce their guest. So much more of service to your host to present your bio in the third person. So when the host is preparing their remarks about introducing you to the show, he or she doesn't have to transpose I, you, you know, it's Nancy Jutton's here to talk about blah, 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 blah. And you're going to be so glad you tuned in today. Those are some of the mistakes that people make with their bios. I love it. I loved your bio, by the way. It stood out among a sea of one sheet. That makes me so happy. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's 100% true. It, It really matters. It's really important. And these days, not just on podcasts, right? Everything you do, you need to present your bio in a way that it's presentable and interesting enough to catch eyeballs. Also, virtual speaking is all the rage right now, right? Summits, um, everywhere, every day. So what are some ways that are working well today for speakers, experts, authors, whoever wants to raise their voices, make impact and make money, of course? What are some of the best things to do? I'm going to lead with a really important mindset piece that is really powerful. I would really invite everyone to first start with the idea that your work deserves a much wider audience and your business is worthy of sales beyond expectations. And I want to add to that, that if you could be ready, if you could believe and behave as if the most important opportunity was knocking on your door tomorrow, how would that change the way that you do everything that you do? Because so often people are getting ready to get ready instead of showing up, standing out and speaking up. And if you could believe and behave as if the most important person was calling you tomorrow, you would have your media one sheet done and dialed. You would know the three topics that you want to talk about and why you're the best expert to share about them in your own best way. You would be so enthusiastic about sharing your message and waving the flag for the mission that you're fighting for, that people would fall in love with you and you would leapfrog over other people far more experienced and perhaps with even better credentials simply because you were ready for that opportunity before it knocked. I can't say enough about how big of a deal this can be for opening big doors. And I'll give you a specific example. Let's say there's going to be this telesummit and there's going to be all these big name speakers that are going to be presenting something relevant to the theme of this conference. 
Well, somebody is coordinating all of those speakers to make sure that they have a headshot, that they have a brilliant bio that will make it intoxicating for the listener to prioritize their session. That host is going to want to make sure that there is a call to action proven and tested that reliably converts so that when there is a call to action to take, it can be fruitful for everyone. So to the extent that you can have all of that done and dialed before the phone rings, you can be the host's favorite guest because what would happen if someone says, well, I'm going to need your 50 word bio in the third person. I'm going to need your call to action. That's the action you want the listeners to take as a result of listening to you today. I'm going to need a current headshot that's professional that puts you in your best possible light. And I want to know what the title of your talk is going to be and what your three talking points are going to be so that I can market this properly and have everybody be a winner. These are the typical things that event organizers are going to be asking for. If you're in a position to say, great, Lucy, I've got all that stuff for you right now. And by the time the phone hits the cradle, you'll have everything you need with a red bow besides, what else can I do to be your favorite guest? That host is going to say, wow, I wish everyone else was like you because they're having to chase cats, getting people to submit their information on time instead of focusing on the big event that's to come. So be prepared, believe and behave as if this opportunity is coming your way tomorrow, and then show up in service to that audience and pour it on like it really counts because it really does. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for all that wisdom. And to keep your mindset up where you need it. Is there a favorite quote that you go by? Well, I've already shared it. I say to myself every single day, my work deserves a much wider audience and my business is worthy of sales beyond expectations. And I do believe and behave as if the most important person is calling me tomorrow. And that's why I get booked on podcasts left and right and why I get invitations for spinoff engagements left and right and why my voice gets raised and my profile gets elevated every single day because I walk this talk I believe it to be true. And I raise my standard to rise up to meet it every single day. And if the people who are listening today could take that mindset on, it immediately slays things like, oh, I'm not worthy. I don't think I've got the right personality to make it shine, or I'm overwhelmed, or I'm whatever it is that they're saying, you know, like kick all that stuff to the curb and believe and behave as if it's really happening. And it will make a huge difference for you. So how can we get started right now? If you want to be podcast guesting for Good and Profit, you want to get ready for the show before you go, I'd love for you to download the media one sheet gift template that I've prepared that makes it fast and easy for you to be ready starting today. And all you need to do is visit getknowngetpaid.com forward slash MOS, which stands for media one sheet. And you can download this instant tool today You'll have my media one sheet to use as a model, and you can simply upload your photo, upload your short, compelling, post-friendly bio, your social media links, your hot topics, and you will be good to go to the show starting right now, just because we got the opportunity to share on this awesome podcast today. Thank you so much, Nancy. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, 
kissing overwhelmed goodbye and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 